Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, February 25th, 2023, and this is day 1802 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, thank you so much for waking us up, to equip, for equipping us to be in our right minds, to go forth and do all that you called us to do for today. Help us, Lord, to go through and do what it is, whatever that is, with faith and with a holy boldness, knowing that the Holy Spirit is with us and leading and guiding our very steps. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, sometimes we are the problem. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can be our, our own worst enemy. And <clears throat> we can be the problem thinking that maybe it's someone else or some other things. And then when we actually look in the mirror, we find out that we've been sabotaging ourselves. And we're going to learn a little bit more about this. We're coming out of Joshua chapter 6, and then we're going to go over to chapter 7, verses 1 through 26. Now, if we start at um, Joshua 6, 17 and 19, this is what God told Joshua. And Joshua told the people, he says, The city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in her house shall be spared because she hid the spies we sent but keep away from the devoted things so that you will not bring about your own listen to this your own destruction by taking any of them so if you do what god go against what god says here you bring about your own destruction otherwise you will make the camp of israel liable to destruction and bring trouble on it so not only on yourselves, but on on others. All right. And it says, all the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron are sacred to the Lord and must go into his treasury. So um, this is what happened uh, after um, they knocked down the walls or God knocked down the walls of Jericho and they did it according to God's will. And Rahab was one who hid the spies when they came out to look at the look at to, to scope out the land to, to see how they would um, how they would destroy that land. So now let's go to chapter seven, verse starting at verse one. And it says, but the Israelites were unfaithful in regard to the devoted things. Achan, son of Carmi and the son of Zimri, the son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah, took some of them. So the Lord's anger burned against Israel. Remember, he warned them not to do this, and this is what would happen. Now Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is near Beth-Avon, to the east of Bethel, and told them, go up and spy out the region. So the men went up and spied out Ai. When they returned 
to Joshua, they said, Not all the army will have to go up against Ai. Send two or three thousand men to take it, and do not worry uh, the whole army, for only a few people live there. So about three thousand went up, but they were routed uh, by the men of Ai, who killed about thirty-six of them. They chased the Israelites from the city gates as far as the stone quarries and struck them down on the slopes. At this, the hearts of the people melted in fear and became like water. They had not yet lost any wars because Joshua, God was with him and uh, gave him favor. And they won every, every war they had fought so far. Verse 6 says, Then Joshua tore his clothes and fell face down to the ground before the ark of the Lord, remaining there until evening. The elders of Israel did the same and sprinkled dust on their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, sovereign Lord, why did you ever bring this people across the Jordan to deliver us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us? If only we had been content to stay on the other side of the Jordan. Pardon your servant, Lord. What can I say now that Israel has been routed by its enemies. The Canaanites and the other people of the country will hear about this and they will surround us and wipe out our name from the earth. What then will you do for your own great name? The Lord said to Joshua, stand up. What are you doing down on your face? Israel has sinned. They have violated my covenant. What I commanded, commanded them to keep. They have taken some of the devoted things. They have stolen. They have lied. They have put them with their own possessions. So you hear this. They, they stole, they lied, and they hid these things. That is why the Israelites cannot stand against their enemies. They turn their backs and run because they have been made liable to destruction. And as I'm reading this, just think about whatever it is God is putting on your heart. You know, there, we all have a common enemy, and that's Satan, Right? And we may not be able to win in the Lord because we have gone against God. And so we may be wondering, why is all this stuff coming at me? Why can't I ever get ahead? Why? And, and let's check ourselves to see, is it because I've been disobedient to God? Okay. And it says, so he says, I will not be with you anymore unless you destroy whatever among you is devoted to destruction. Go consecrate the people. Tell them, consecrate yourselves in preparation for tomorrow. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. There are devoted things among you, Israel. You cannot stand against your enemies until you remove them. So we have to repent and, and make ourselves clean before the Lord. In the morning, present yourselves tribe by tribe. The tribe the Lord chooses shall come forward clan by clan. The clan the Lord chooses shall come forward family by family. And the family the Lord chooses shall come forward man by man. Whoever is caught with the devoted thing shall be destroyed by fire along with all that belongs to him. He has violated the covenant of the Lord and has done an outrageous thing in Israel. This is a big deal. This is not something small or something that we can just say, oh, well, we'll just sweep it under the rug. No, 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 no. We don't go against God's word, his principles that he's laid out for us, or we will suffer the consequences for them. Verse 16, early the next morning, Joshua had Israel come forward 
by tribes and Judah was chosen. The clans of Judah came forward and the Zerahites were chosen. He had the clan of the Zerahites come forward by families and Zimri was chosen. Joshua had his family come forward man by man and Achan, son of Camry, the son of Zimri, the son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah was chosen. Then Joshua said to Achan, my son, give glory to the, the Lord, the God of Israel and honor him. Tell me, what have you done? Do not hide it from me. Achan replied, it is true. I have sinned against the Lord, the God of Israel. This is what I have done. When I saw in the plunder a beautiful robe from Babylonia, 200 shekels of silver and a bar of gold weighing 50 shekels, I coveted them and took them. They are hidden in the ground inside my tent with the silver underneath. So Joshua sent messengers and they ran to the tent and there it was hidden in his tent with the silver underneath. They took the things from the tent, brought them to Joshua and all the Israelites and spared and spread them out before the Lord. Then Joshua, together with all Israel, took Achan, son of Zerah, the silver, the, the robe, the gold bar, the sons and daughters, his cattle, donkeys, and sheep. And think about this, y'all. This is over a robe, a gold bar, and silver. And, and all of his family now have to die, and along with him. So they took all those things, his tent, and all that he had to the valley of Achar. Joshua said, why have you brought this trouble on us? The Lord will bring trouble on you today. Then all Israel stoned him, and after they had stoned the rest, they burned them. Over Achan, they heaped up a large pile of rocks, which remains to this day. Then the Lord turned from his fierce anger. Therefore, that place has been called the Valley of Achor ever since. It's a very sad situation. And many times we want to blame God, but we need to check ourselves because God is not the reason why. God has been merciful and shown us grace. And he is saying, take a look at ourselves. So point number one. Recently, my son-in-law was working on his car. He was telling my husband about one of the parts that wasn't working and, and asking for his advice. My husband um, reviewed the instructions and noticed that they specifically said to turn a certain part with a particular tool so many degrees, or, or it was something like that. Our son-in-love did not see that part as he was trying to do the repairs all by himself and read the instructions at the same and reading the instructions at the same time. Once they did this very seemingly minute thing, it worked. It worked so well. It did what it was supposed to do. So often we skip over certain things that God specifically instructed us to do or he instructed us not to do. And when things don't work, we tend to get mad at God or we blame others. In all actuality, it's us. We are the ones who did not follow instructions laid out by the Lord. 
Second, number two, many of us are sick because of disobedience to God. Um, the word of God talks about the destruction we bring on our, on our own bodies through sexual immorality. 1 Corinthians 6, 18 and 19 says, flee from sexual immorality. All other sins on a, a person commits are outside the body. But whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? And the Bible lays out clearly sexual immorality includes many things. It includes, uh, you know, sex outside of marriage, uh, in, infidelity. Uh, it includes uh, homosexuality. Uh, it includes uh, uh you know, having sex while you are married, and uh, I talked about that, infidelity, or uh, having sex before marriage. Uh, all of these things are included in sexual immorality. Uh, God still loves all of us. You know, we just all have a choice. And whatever choice we make, we bring uh, the, the certain consequences up on ourselves. That is what the word of God says. It's not what Jackie says. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm telling you what the word of God says. And we wonder why we're always sick or have ailments in our bodies. God does not ever go against his word. We, however, have a choice to obey or disobey. Whatever we choose, we will suffer the consequences for disobedience or we will be blessed for obeying the Lord. That's what happened because of Achan's sin. It not only affected him, but everyone in the camp. His whole family died because of his disobedience. Listen, God plays, and I'm not even going to say play. God gives us ample warnings. He said it extremely clearly what not to do. Just as he has said for all of us, there are many things I've done that were wrong, that did not line up with the word of God, including sexual immorality that brought harm uh, on both my husband and I, on our families, you know, and we wonder why. <laughs> and then God is saying, this is what I told you not to do. And this is what has brought harm on your family. And on you. So we had to get things in order. And uh, even, you know, sexual immorality is also just the lust of the eye. It doesn't necessarily mean the act. But the Jesus says even the things that we think in the wrong way is sin. And we need to make, we need to make whole, make sure, I should say, that we are obeying the whole word of God. We might say, well, you know, I just look at some, uh, I look at magazines, I look at porn, uh, I'm not harming anybody else, I'm just doing this, you know, just me and myself and the whatever. No, that is a sin. That is sexual, that falls under sexual immorality. And of course, sexual immorality isn't the only sin, but that is the one sin that brings um, a sin against our own body. 
Okay, when we sin, we commit it, we, we make ourselves sick. Now, let, let's look at, I'm going to read out of my Bible commentary. Uh, the results of Achan's sins were many men died. Uh, second, Israel Israel's army melted in fear. Third, Joshua questioned God. Fourth, God threatened to withdraw his presence from the people. And fifth, Achan and his whole family had to be destroyed. When Israel eliminated the sin from their community, these were the results. One, God's encouragement. All right, and then second, God's presence in battle. God was with them once again. And then third, God's guidance and promise of victory. And then fourth, God's permission to keep the plunder and livestock from the battle for themselves. That go, It goes on to talk more about that in chapter 8. So there are going to be times God will say, keep it. Do with, you, with it what you need or want. But we must uh, take, we must uh, be obedient to the Lord. And take it seriously and make the necessary changes to walk in his blessings. Take a look in the mirror. I know, I know sometimes it can be rough. But listen, it is a matter of life or death. It is very serious. And uh, God does not play at all. Not at all. So let's take it very serious, okay? Uh, I remember uh, several years ago, I was involved in so many other organizations, doing so much, being on different boards, being, you know, uh, part of planning committees and things like that. And I was always exhausted and uh, and I was tired. I was grumpy. And I asked the Lord, you know, um, why is this? (laughs) And he said, you're doing things I did not instruct you to do. (laughs) You're bringing this on yourself. And he said, this is what you need to do. And he told me, step down. Stop. I don't need to be involved in all these things. It's taken away from me doing what he actually wanted me to do. And so I, I began to resign and step down and, 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 and then being extremely careful about what I say yes to. And after I did that, I could see, wow, my family, everything was restored. <laughs> I was... Um, uh, you know, even spending more time with my family, uh, doing the things God would have us to do uh, together. Uh, you know, I was always involved with their after school programs, taking them here and there, but I wasn't exhausted anymore because I was taking on other things that I didn't need to take on. You know, spending more time with my husband so that our marriage was stronger. You know, otherwise we were going different directions, which could lead to sexual immorality. So we need to be really careful about these things. And I, and I remember God saying this to me, that just because it's good, it wasn't, I wasn't doing anything bad, but it, it wasn't lining up with God's will. So it was, <laughs> it was bad in God's eyes. So just because it's something good does not mean it's God. Remember that always, because it's something good does not mean it's God. And we need to know there are times to say no. And I am so on point with that these days. (laughs) I know right away, if it doesn't line up with what God has called me to do, it's easy for me to say no. Like, for example, if someone says, 
hey, um, can you um, come and speak to our group on Wednesday night? This is something good, right? On Wednesday night, my answer is immediately no, I can't do that because I have Bible study on Wednesday night. And, you know, every now and then I might miss if it's something that, you know, God wants me to go to to do and I have someone else take my place. But it's not on a regular basis. Not at all. It's a rare. It's rare. <laughs> but, you know, we need to know what it is that God has called us to do. If someone someone recently said, can you do this on the, the first Saturday or the second Saturday? And I said, no, because that's when I have T-Zone. So I that's what I need to be doing at that time. That's what God has given me to do until I can get more of the leadership up to par where they can handle it. So remember, whatever it is God has given you to do, do it fully, obey it fully, because he's going to bless you abundantly. But if you don't do it, and if you go against his word, don't be surprised at the consequences. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, that's what it's all about, knowing Jesus. So you hear his voice and you know what he's telling you to do. Now you're going to spend eternity with the Lord. Glory be to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development and peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking awareness. We thank you so much for your donations. We are very grateful to you. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.